Someone's having my issues. <laughs> uh, it's not transmitting on my end. Checking one, two, three. Can you hear me now? Oh God, I can hear him now. Run, children, run. Okay, so the sync is going to be a little bit off because of this weirdness. Yeah, I'm going to talk about that problem a little bit later. Uh, one of the things that I do want to try doing is we often have people that are wondering, well, what exactly is any particular episode going to be about? And not that anybody really knows, um, but I do have some bullet points, so I'm going to talk about them really quick, and then we're going to get into something or other in there. So the, I'm going to complain about Minion not, probably not writing down any thoughts or ideas because he doesn't have those. But you did bring up uh, the PlayStation, which we'll probably start with. That's kind of... I'm excited. I'm excited. Uh, I don't really have a whole lot of other stuff to talk about first off, but I know that I do want to complain about Blizzard. <laughs> I want to... I want to complain about how awful a company is at uh, trying to sell their own product. It's really sad. Um, maybe I'll talk about the some TV stuff. Uh, I finished binging through season two of The Boys. Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> um, next is uh, I'm I'm exploring. Really, I was planning on watching The Boys. You were planning on it. Yeah. Okay, well, so I still am, but that just seems like it's going to be a. No, I I mean I find it ad actually you're. Well, okay, well, we'll get into that. I'm definitely not going to spoil it for you then. Um, then I want to talk about vaulting software. I want to talk about the archivistic side of stuff, how we've got a challenge of hard drives are expensive, etc., and there are remote services for storing data now. And I'm still exploring a bunch of services. Then... A whole lot of administrative stuff that I do know have land, lined up. So uh, how to do normalization and equalization, a little bit more of that. I got a new headset in, uh, but it came with a whole bunch of interesting little nuances all right at the same time. And that was what was causing the audio issue right at the beginning. It's kind of torturous. Then, um, yeah, 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 that's pretty much it. That's all I have planned. So why don't we open with, you were, you were saying something about PlayStation. You used rather harsh language. Well, PlayStation, harsh language? Well, yeah, you, you said a bad word. Um, apparently, PlayStation just rolled out an update, and in the update, they now record your party chat. Oh, are you... Oh, for, like, replays, right? Mm. Is that how they're selling it? No, they record on their end. Well, yeah. For themselves. Okay, so... Not for you. Not for your convenience, for their own oh, convenience. So they're just is being... what it seems like. I haven't really read anything about it, but... Well, actually, why don't we? Can you... Where did you learn this? We can pull up the article and then... I watched a video, but let's pull... Let's go... Let's find an article and then pull it up. Okay, I'm going to click it quack. <laughs> It's like PlayStation records audio. Nope, not very good. Here, try this one. You're not going to give me a video. Okay, good. Oh, it's the actual PlayStation blog? <sighs> really? Okay, okay. Includes changes to party and messages feature features, new avatars, updated parental controls, and more. So when was this? It was October 14th. Really, this is today. You are totally... 
have your tongue on the pulse of wherever the heck, right? Uh, no, this just ha uh, some a video I was watching just before we started. Or I bumped, I saw a video on the news feed. They it was a rant about this. Okay, so they've got an update right away. So they have an update at the top of the article. So I'll read the update. Following this update, users are seeing a notification about party safety, and that's in caps, so that's a specific legal term they're using. Users are seeing a notification about party safety and that voice chats in parties may be recorded. May. Voice chat recording for moderation is a feature that will be available, that will be, on PS5 when it launches and will enable users to record their voice chats on PS5 and submit them for moderation review. The pop-up you're seeing on PS4 right now is to let you know that when you participate in a chat with a PS5 user post-launch, PS5 isn't even out, is it? Uh, they it's may... about to be. Sorry? About to be. Uh, it's, yeah, okay, so it's on the cusp of it. Uh, when you participate in a chat with a PS5 user, they may submit those recordings from their PS5 console to SIE. What is SIE? Sony Interactive Entertainment. Okay. Okay. So what are they saying here? So let's let's do a small breakdown. Okay. Party safety. So that's just nonsense. Uh, voice chats and parties may be recorded. Okay, so that means will. Voice chat recorded for moderation. Okay, so that will enable users to record their voice chats on PS5. That doesn't make any sense because recording has to happen ahead of time. So recording is always happening. And then a PS5 user can betray you and send that recording to uh, mommy to complain. So that's what's happening. So PS5 now has tattling abilities. So PS4 users need to be aware of that. That's why they were getting a pop-up. Um, yeah, that's, uh, that's horrifying. That's horrifying. So the, the, of, of course, uh, from their perspective is, um, boys and girls might have their fifis hurt. And so we need to record everything everybody does. So they need to have, they need, need to be a, they need to be tyrannical and to record everything just in case somebody somewhere might have accidentally, and that's the thing, accidentally so everybody can dogpile in that one person they don't like. So you have a team, you have one extra person, you don't like that person. You just all report on that person. Oh, this person used the word the, that's offensive. And you all get that pushed up and automation will mute that person for a while, for example, because you're not going to have humans listening to all this stuff. That would be crazy. So what would, what would they have? At best, they would have, what, AIs crawling through, trying to listen for certain words? What is this, English only? <laughs> this is bigotry against people who speak English. <laughs> you could probably swear in Russian if you wanted to. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure they could pick up the tones and such. Oh, I, I don't know. I, I mean, there's, uh, there's, translation, there's translations I can oh, that's true. pick up your voice so i'd imagine this wouldn't be any different this is true and this is the exact same problem as it is everywhere which is um it's not their responsibility and that's the problem sony is not your mom sony is not your dad sony is not anyone sony is a 
platform, the idea of messages or whatnot being, so this is the thing, they're not liable for anything. There's specific legal protections. Hmm? They're going, but it seems they're going out of their way to do this. Or it's not that it seems, they are going out of their way to do this. Yeah, yeah. So it's, um, how, how would I say it? So I'm guessing that they have been infected already by young people who play pretend, like who don't have children, who want to make the user base their children. And that this is the thing. If I'm an adult, hey, I, I am an adult. Uh, you're, you're, you count. Um, I'm your legal, well, I'm your legal owner, but whatever. And so you count. And if we're only playing with adults, this feature should not exist because I mean, it's pretty hard to even break the law with words. That's the problem, isn't it? And even then, uh, at nobody from here to, from here to the listener could ever be held liable. Like specifically there are, there are both laws and there are legal precedents that make these platforms immune. So you're right. Yeah. They're doing, they're doing this on purpose. So the question becomes, well, when is it going to get used? Well, nobody's going to know because they're not going to say, and the people that are going to get hammered by this are going to have their ability to say taken away from them. And so what's the first thing that's going to happen is some famous quote unquote toxic person will be, um, will be hammered down. will be used as an example, something like this. And, um, everybody will be like horrified and blah, blah, blah. And it'll, it'll be like, it'll be made into a PR win of some sort, but all the while, all kinds of little people will get wrecked. And even if it means you just can't use voice chat anymore, that's, I mean, console users don't have keyboards, so they actually use voices much of the time. So yeah, this is, uh, uh, that's kind of scary. Um, would I use voice chat? I mean, yeah, probably. Uh, would I care about this feature? Uh, I mean, I'm not really sure what combination of sounds somebody could use that would actually upset me, but, uh, and it would be interesting to discover. <laughs> I mean, I'd, I regret that like saying that, but, uh, I don't, I don't know that about myself, but I think this is very Nintendo of them. <laughs> like this is a very family friendly, this should be opt in as a start. I should be able to have a toggle that says, you know, I, I don't care. And all the people that flip the switch and say, they go out of their way to say, I don't care. That feature just does not exist for them. No matter what, nobody can tattle on anybody for any reason and, uh, be done with it. And having that feature would remove, you know, the need for, for moderation or Sony to have support or, you know, technology or whatever for those players. Just be like, okay, those are adults. Much of the internet we don't have that. I made this argument in a previous show, like must've been in the teens or something like that. I don't know if you recall where it's, uh, this. So, uh, too many normal people are on the internet and too many, and it's, it's just a replacement TV. So parents aren't parenting anymore and socializing is happening on the internet, this sort of stuff. 
And the ha- what happens is uh, the young think they can be in spaces that are for adults. And we don't have a way of either knowing who is and isn't an adult or separating them properly. And there are some systems in place that would allow that. Um, and that, that brave new world is coming, but it's probably not going to be used. It's not going to be implementing. It's not going to be done right at all. Nothing ever is. And so because kids might be present at some points, then everything needs to be brought down to that lowest common denominator. And that's a really, really low one. Like adults in the adult world act very differently than this pretend space that the internet's become. And it's the problem is it's too easy to create these weights to drag regular, like gamers call it banter, right? It's just banter. Like me insulting your mom is banter. It, it really doesn't mean anything. It's not like, oh, but, but cancer and my, but I'm an orphan. And it's like, okay, well, you know, and, the, and then there's the problem. The problem well, is the internet is big. <laughs> so uh, let anybody, me, let me give my point first. So the, it's the small town, big city problem in a small town. You act like that to anyone for any reason. If it's a misunderstanding, you have to apologize because you're going to see that person again, just like in the hallways of the school. If it's in a big city and you never see that person again, so you know you you roll down your car window, you 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 throw your arm out and you cuss at somebody. You're never going to see that person again. And much too much of the internet is like that as well. If they had the small server experience, if they had recognizable people, and this was the argument for a World of Warcraft classic, then the immediate social pressures, the consequences would naturally let this stuff just kind of fade away, just like it happens in real life most of the time. Sorry, you wanted to say something? Well, it's the argument... Like most videos say, um, people complaining about this getting hurt by words would not survive uh, back then when during the heyday when the uh, fun words were being called on, when they were being told fun words. Yeah, well, yeah, but the, t- the past doesn't matter. The past isn't real. And what we have is we have to deal with what exists with the reality of the situation now. So um, the, the problem is that uh, there's a... Like everything changes, so positive or negative. In this case, it's very, very deeply negative, like civilizationally threatening negative, um, where the structures in place have to be different because the users are different. Like technically speaking, you should not be on my internet. Technically speaking, I should not be on this other guy's internet. And I've, I've had a chance to meet and talk with some of my betters. And the, the problem is this internet is still a shared space and it shouldn't be it, it, but it was designed to be like this and it evolved to be even more like this thing where it's, it's accessible and it shouldn't be. That, that's the problem. That's the problem. Um, it's, uh, it allows too many 
so the one so in this the particular PlayStation it it allows different people of mixed sensitivity or mixed eloquence or mixed age or mixed whatever interact without them understanding what the rules are properly and so it's every adult who's a sailor right you know the expression to cuss like a sailor well, you got people that are like that and they're with all their friends and then they, they welcome in somebody new and they're all just having fun, but they talk and they act like that. And that new person is maybe has never experienced that before in their entire life, which is a thing. Uh, and then sudden, and suddenly there are problems. Why nobody, this is the first interaction, nobody knew, etc. So there are mechanics in place that let that one person go, Oh, I never, I never want to see those guys again or mute or whatever. Those mechanics exist. And the problem is, uh, before those mechanics can even be used, quote unquote, the damage is done, which, which is a lie. Um, the problem is the, because the, the padding on everything is exists in its full thickness throughout everything everywhere, there is no idea of, so in, in psychology, if a person's got a phobia, some phobias are really just dumb. <laughs> like they, they're not just, they're not just dumb to an outsider who doesn't understand. They're, they're even dumb to the people that are afflicted by this. <laughs> they're like, yeah, I know it's dumb, but I'm really scared of elevators. Right. And they can understand the mechanics of it. They can understand the physics, but there's something wrong and it's, it's wrong at a very strange level. And for a lot of this sort of uh, person, what you end up needing something called exposure therapy and it's a real thing and it works. Okay. It's, it's a real thing. It's a tool for psychologists to be very clear. <laughs> so it's a, it's a, tool and a tactic in psychology to help a person who has a phobia. And I'm not talking about fifis. I'm not talking about this internet nonsense. I'm talking about an actual clinically diagnosed phobia, like the real thing, not, not like my puppy died depression, like, right. So it's, it's the real stuff. We're talking about real phobias here. So I'm going to take that as an, an example of the most extreme and exposure therapy is taking somebody who's either been traumatized severely like PTSD or a rape victim, for example, and, uh, or they've got a, uh, an unknowable phobia of some sort that may or may not be because of any reason and not necessarily looking at the reasons, but actually looking at just very gently exposing little bit by little bit. And it might take months. It might take years, but in there, a person gets yeah, like, uh, a classic dad would talk about a classic son and say, it's about getting tougher, right? We have that stereotype. It's, it's not, not a thing. <laughs> we, we lie about that in media all the time, but, uh, it's, there is something in there. It's the, the callous that happens when there's repeated pressure on something. It's the, and there is a there are good and bad ways of doing that. And something in that roughly maps somewhere towards this online internet thing where there has to be some small, a bit of exposure that could exist. And then there has to be an ever, um, 
an ever weakening um, amount of like thickness of padding, let's say, to to keep that going, so that a person can be young and can be in a young environment, and that and that's good. That's exactly what we want. And we would say things like, okay, well, yeah, yeah, this is this is like eight years old. Like we're absolutely not letting that person interact with anybody above ten. Like, and that sounds pretty good because we do that in school and stuff. And then we say 12, okay, maybe 14, then 14, 16. And then as soon as we get up there, it's like, it's, at some point it just opens. Like we play pretend like 18 years and one day for the hangover is an adult and all this kind of stuff that we've also talked about. And at some point you have to not have any of that. And you have to separate the different classes of person out. And, and the idea that this platform has to, treat everybody the same. It, it just doesn't know. That's a big problem. Like, like there's a credit card attached to these things. A person should be able to say, yeah, I'm the owner of this credit card. Like, look at me. This is me having bought it in the store, like right at the store. That's, that's your authentication right at the store side of stuff. And then just, yes, I bought my adult PlayStation and then walk away. And now you've got the pads are off. Like there's, we have no concept of weaning a person off of the incredibly over-mothered, incredibly padded kind of experience that exists on the internet. We have no way of weaning that person off to become an adult. It's just now all the adults are forced to, to forced into play pens. <laughs> like in online games where you have guns, where there's adrenaline, where there's, I mean... I mean, just, okay, just where there's adrenaline, that's enough. I mean, I should just be able to say that because those are the circumstances where we know that people who are affected by adrenaline will get excited and there are words and there are also actions. So there's things like various kinds of trolling, right? And in those situations, oh man, you met the games rated R, <laughs> Games rated R where they're going to have this feature. Like, really? <laughs> they they have like, they will have gory violence or drug use or alcohol or, or whatever other classifications. This is the ESRB, I think is for video games. And they're going to play pretend like they're going to have these extra rules on top for voice chat for players. Like, really? It's like, uh. If you, if, if you've got a game where it's some really gritty, brutal, a game where it, there's a lot of guns and there's a lot of, you know, other stuff that is considered adult and the players use adult language and you're, you punish the players for using the same language that's in the game. Like that's the dumbest, that's, that's the dumbest thing ever. But, uh. Yeah, what? See, in law, the thing that really helps is number one, being able to change the law at every opportunity that there's something on trial, which doesn't happen. And and what's what's the other one? And making sure that it's always public, and the results are public, even if it's stats, even if it's just like paperwork, because then you can go. And you can look at all that. So if you're a concerned citizen or if you're a business or whatever the heck, and you look into this and you, you have a question in your mind, which is 
well, how dumb and oppressive is this? How is it being used in reality? Who is it being used against? Under what circumstances? Like, how does how do these rules work? How does the technology work? And if we were to get all of those data, all the records, and actually see, like, they're banning a specific word. Like, they have a bot crawling through looking for specific words. And if they're doing that, then... And then you can draw certain conclusions. You can be like, well, why? Like for some, there was some event that happened in the world and suddenly the word clown is banned. Like what? (laughs) Like really? Okay. And then, and it just kind of stays banned for a while longer. And there are people still being convicted, quote unquote, convicted under that new rule. And nobody knows about it. And you will find, I've paid attention to this on YouTube. So YouTube has, YouTube has, just like you said, so YouTube has um, mechanics in place that listen to audio because they have the automatic audio transcription as a start, but they do have bots that go through um, and, and listen to audio. And people have talked about how there will be certain news events in the world and they will try as a it's, this is not a small journalist or anything like that. Like these are nobodies that will just reread articles on online, almost like we what we might have done if if we were doing screen sharing, for example. Uh, but they go through the entire article and they add maybe they add some commentary or something like that. And if these people were noting that if they were to use the same phrasing, the same language, as one of the large news. Well, it's not a popular channel or anything like that, but one of the large, like legacy media organizations, if they were to perform the same kind of presentation, they would get suppressed. (laughs) And, uh, so there people have noticed these weird selective mechanics and how they might apply to certain keywords and certain phrases. And people have been trying to figure out, well, is it a title thing? Is it a description thing? Is it when I say it? Is it how often I say it? Um, and all this sort of stuff. And, and that's, that's so much of an unknown. The thing is, um, and PlayStation is never going to tell anybody about these accusations or how they're reviewed or any convictions or what any of the penalties are going to be. It's just occasionally somebody's going to, going to be streaming on Twitch or something like that. And they're going to get a little pop-up that says, you have, you are bad. You have been unpersoned from this game. You can't use voice chat anymore. This is a, you know, this is a three-day lockout or something like this. And if it's a Twitch streamer and they can't chat, like that's income as a start. So if you've got a popular Twitch streamer who is edgy, <laughs> that's, that's the universal word, word right? So you got somebody who's edgy and they've got the wrong kind of stuffed animal in the room in the background somewhere. And, and a bunch of people get into the chat and they're like, oh my God, like Teddy Roosevelt was a bad person. Therefore having a stuffed animal. And they, they all just mass flag this person. This person gets live muted for three days and they have to do like a, a counter with their legal documentation or something wacky like that. Like that is wielding the mechanics here that's weaponizing it as as a way of dogpiling as a way of harassing which itself has no punishment which is the weirdest thing so we're going to see stuff like that but there's going to be lots of stuff that's hidden behind the scenes that'll never get reported we know we won't know anything about anything 
So I've, man, I've got so many issues with, with the big brotherly and this, we love using the term big brother, right? But this is actually mothering. So this is, this is the incredible overmothering. Um, and like I said, this just has to not apply to adults. So we do need, uh, two classes of person on the internet as a start. Cause it's, a, it's an easy distinction, which is like, you know, people who are over, I mean, if we have to be weird and say people, people 21 years in one day for the hangover, then that's fine. Uh, it's, it's like 16 years in one day for the hangover in some places and even less in some places. And then that's kind of a, that's a weird idea because we don't have the idea of borders. Like this, this, this is your, your one happy world in action. This is how it actually looks where nobody can get along properly. So they all have to be, they all have to be muted. <laughs> they all have to have like the ankle weights. Um, so yeah, that was depressing. I hate you. <laughs> is there anything else in this post that you want to, that you want to share? It's particularly interesting. I'm not getting a PlayStation for online purposes, so it doesn't really matter to me. So do you know if there's, cause often what happens is, so this new, the, every new generation of consoles brings out this, some new opportunity for this kind of nonsense. So I know that the earlier PlayStation, this is PS5, right? So PS4 had the like click a button. It was a physical controller button. And then it would just take the, the last X number of seconds of recording. It would upload it really quickly. Xbox had the equivalent as well. You just had to fiddle with a menu. I, I think Xbox had, didn't really have the equivalent. So Xbox, you would have to press their button and then press another button and it would record the 30 seconds or, it would, or you press another button. Or you press the second button after the first one, and it would take a screenshot. Yeah, it was an accordion. Uh, PlayStation has a share function, which seems kind of out of place, I'd say. Are you talking PS4? Yeah, PlayStation 4. Yeah, I, I just, because I was thinking about it because of this, but I remember there being a, a literal button on the on the gamepad. I know for Xbox, you're right for the Xbox, it's obnoxious. So you have to really know how to do it. And I did it a bunch of times and you probably let all the uh, videos expire. Some were, some were awesome, unreproducible things, some bugs, some really, just some really incredible stuff that you've ignored, but it's you. So no, I pulled some of it and then I don't recall what I did with it afterwards. I think I did stuff on my account. I'm not sure if anything stayed or not. I'm, I probably should take a look one of these days, <laughs> one of these years, but it's one of those things that I was going to get into if you like if your efforts went anywhere. Um, I usually don't. So the, uh, yeah, the, when one of the platforms comes out with these sorts of features, it is, uh, this is like, I don't know if they're going to play pretend like this is a good feature because they might, because they might want to do the, like, we are wholesome. Look at our, uh, our, our me anti-harassment mechanisms. Cause they, they have, they, they have some new buzzwords and they have some new staff who are like in charge of being tyrannical who, uh, I think this is the same staff that did, um, that tried to argue against 
not sharing with not sharing Minecraft with the world, not being a part of the connected Minecraft crossplay thing. Is there? I didn't know, even know there was one. I I know. so Microsoft purchased Mojang, which is the creators of Minecraft, and they're pushing that. Minecraft itself is on every platform, but because uh, and then Microsoft decide to let crossplay exist and crossplay is letting a game from one console so PlayStation so you can allow like PlayStation, Xbox, uh Nintendo or even PC players to get together and play from wherever so you don't need the exact same console mm-hmm. to play it on. Sounds awesome. Uh N- Nintendo allowed it. Nintendo said okay. But for a while, it took a while for Microsoft for Sony to say okay, and they were given the excuse that um, we can't moderate people from other cons- uh, platforms. Ooh. But the argument was Nintendo allowed it. Yeah, Nintendo, the most family-friendly con- design. Nintendo is a brand that's seen as family-friendly. How do you guys not allow it? And that that's interesting because I've seen Nintendo. Not exactly pivot, but they have well established themselves for that. They've had all kinds of titles. They've had all kinds, like even especially party games and stuff like this. They're quite, they are renowned for that. And it's fascinating that they have, something has changed and they have become more, they have become the... A bit more edgy? Not even. It's there's just something unfettered about them. It... Well, there's this. The only reason why I would want a Nintendo game now it's uh, mostly for Super Smash Brothers or this hack and slash game called Bayonetta, and that's that game itself. The main characters are a bit risque. Oh, I've heard. <laughs> and. People were amazed at how Nintendo got a let them. They thought either Xbox or Sony would pick them up, but they didn't, and Nintendo picked them up for whatever reason. Yeah. The developers. Well, the 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 sensible thing to say is uh, a game being risque of at all. Um, it, it's not the platform's problem at all. They can they can literally throw their hands up, not care, and then point to ratings boards and say, well, look, this ratings board gave it this rating. We're going to respect that. That's in line with our, whatever their marketing is, our values or something like this. It's clearly labeled. If a game's like that, like Bayonetta is probably not getting sold at a Walmart because they have certain standards. And, and that's that's fine. So there's this weird free market plus there's ratings and stuff like this. And so all they have to do is say like, look, the, the problem of the type of player getting access to this game is already taken care of. It's been, it's been judged. It's been reviewed. It's passed through legal, legal hurdles and stuff like that. It's at the store verifies and, and, and so on and so forth. And so if we've got somebody, some kid some 12 year old kid playing uh, some brutal adult game 
why it's nobody's fault but the parents because you know that's 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 a parenting thing that's not the platform thing so if that's the correct way to think of a lot of problems from a business perspective because they have no legal responsibility as a start and all other mechanics that they might put in is just a waste of money and they might do it and this <laughs> this is the thing they might do it as a way of appearing virtuous and but the thing is none of the players care i, I don't think i don't think playstation those guys have actually clued in that what they're doing doesn't make them look good it's quite the opposite and the mechanics don't need to exist so so yeah i mean do oh i'm just i'm trying to imagine like it's the joke is the christian minecraft server joke right and i've talked about wholesome gaming and stuff like this and that Wait, christian minecraft yeah you've never heard that that no meme? i don't touch minecraft at all okay so so in in my tiny corners of the internet it it is something of a joke right it's something of a joke but it's one of these like you can't fault a person for praying before going to bed like you just can't you can make fun of them and all this kind of stuff but it, it doesn't actually matter to that person and it doesn't really get the the insulter anything so it's just one it's just like kind of a funny thing that you rib somebody with the christian minecraft server is a thing where christians will have a minecraft server where they do things like ban swearing and it's so it's maybe parents will set it up because it's kind of technical and their kids get on it and play and it, it it is literally done by christians for christians and there are mods there are christianity type mods in there and i, I don't fully understand stuff uh, but it, this got noticed by clearly non-Christians, but also, you know, adults who, who make fun of it. And the thing is, um, yeah, it's a thing. And yeah, there, there are plenty of people that are having fun with this concept. And some of like, uh, like you can't say heck on my server, <laughs> this kind of stuff. And the, this this is wonderful and this has to exist and the mechanics of this have to exist and i think that is the the, the better direction for these like a console shouldn't care why would a console care they're not there's no legal reason for them to care there's no it's it's their fan base won't care <laughs> the game developers won't care like who is this for anyway it's like why and that's the thing there have been campaigns talking about harassment there was one that uh it was actually a fake it was a fake campaign a fake fake anti-harassment campaign that was all about selling like like certain headphones or something dumb like that it's the most preposterous overblown thing but it was uh it was a con it was a con and the but the notion of having squads of people that are out there like uh making everything safe uh and it's yeah 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 there's there is no concept of safe ever like i could say you're safe by having like roaming gangs they're on your side and you're safe but are you <laughs> really I'm not sure how that's how it works because it just takes 
It takes a misunderstanding to make your life particularly uncomfortable. And, uh, and that same thing happens when you've got a large monstrous set of mechanics that are rather blind because this is computers. Um, and, and you empower them to do all kinds of stuff and they might keep you safe today and tomorrow misunderstanding. And then you get, you get swept away into some process you didn't even realize existed. Something that you funded with your dollars when you bought that console. So it's, it's, a uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm again, I am firmly against the idea of having, uh, any safety in place except for that one boundary and anything past that boundary, uh, parents. And if you don't have parents, then there is a problem there somewhere. And then the question becomes, well, I don't, people don't quite realize that there are, are different places in this world and in different places, there are people and those people are different. And it's, I've complained about this before that the, the one biggest problem we have in the world today is people don't actually realize that other people are other and that, that they're different, that they themselves are themselves and nobody else is themselves. And so everybody's going to work different, very differently from household to household, from place to place and from country to country. So as soon as, as soon as you start being your big mega corporation, you start acting like this, you're acting like this with the virtues of that one place where they're from. And they have all these other people from all these other places where they don't think or work like that, where there are going to be mechanics that are going to have to be managed differently. Like the classic example is if you sell a video game in China and if you sell a game there, there are certain sensitivities that have to be addressed, not just at the political level, which does exist, but at the cultural level. So you can't show bones. It's a, just a really big thing. So if you were to implement certain mechanics graphics wise, so that's a graphics thing, but you could imagine something very similar where you could have certain, um, terms of service, certain interactions allowed or not allowed, but now it's going to have to be different because there are different sensitivities that exist in that place. And it's pretty obvious to use. I'm not using China as a punching bag here. They're just quite firm on how they stand for a lot of stuff because they have rules and they're really big on their rules. But you could imagine you, you, you take the, the pin off of that map and you stick it anywhere in the world and you, you will find a completely different place, a completely different country that acts differently. And these big platforms keep playing pretend like it's like, you know, you get the Silicon Valley mindset where they will treat somebody from Italy the same as they treat somebody from Silicon Valley. They will treat somebody from New York the same as someone from Silicon Valley. They will treat somebody from, you know, <laughs> from Dallas or from the outskirts of somewhere in the middle of nowhere in Texas, like they're from Silicon Valley. And it's, it's wrong. It's not just, it, it is ethically incorrect. It is some kind of weird blind spot. So, so these mechanics are going to be created, but they're not going to, they're going to be, I know that they're going to be applied, uh, unfairly fair is an interesting word, right? You can say unequally, uh, they, they will be applied even then it will not be applied correctly because of different kinds of people. Like, 
shouldn't I forgive an Australia, an Australian for acting like an Australian? It, I mean, it's a weird, I think a lot of people should know exactly what I mean when I say Australian. And I, I actually not, cause there's different kinds of Australians and all this kind of stuff. I, I don't know about that cause I'm not from there. But uh, there is a particular kind of Australianness that exists, and that is very different from a uh, like a downtown New Yorker, who also has a very different kind of personality. And those personalities are okay there, but somehow, when they're on in PlayStation Land, they're all in this new world that they don't know anything about because n- nobody will tell them or teach them or I'll read the terms of service. Yeah. But how does that get applied? Who does that get applied to? When, for what, for what words? Oh, we can't tell you exactly because then you might try to, to bend the rules and be as mean as you can be without breaking the rules and all this kind of nonsense. This is YouTube's excuse for a lot of their stuff. So, but then what can you do? Well, can I have an Australian server? where every, all the Australians can act like Australians, <laughs> where it's okay to be, to be like them, where you're not going to be culturally offensive by, by saying or doing or whatever. And then it has to be regionally broken down. Well, we have servers kind of, but they're not small town servers. So you have the same problem as everything else, which is you have a, you might say, oh, it's, it's, like Austral Asia is one group of stuff. And now you're lumping Japan and Australia and Oceania together or something like that. And boy, it's all that real different for all kinds of reasons. And so now your, your anti-harassment rules, for example, uh, will significantly oppress Australians for being Australian when there are Japanese around, for example, because they approach interpersonal conversation banter differently very differently right and then and and that's just ignoring the adult youth problem so yeah i yeah yeah so i'll i'll finish before the break with world of warcraft had it's a it's a fairly popular game it's actually waning it's really deeply waning but it's getting popular in china so the numbers are going up um, but I don't get to see any of those players cause there are hard lines between us and them. And if for, uh, simply because I'm in North America, right. And they're, they're in China and, and, but also because they essentially have a different game to play. It uses the same engine and mechanics, but there are tweaks. Like I said before, there, there need to be certain tweaks, but, but, um, there, the game is popular enough, but people missed the original version called classic. And one of the things that people missed about earlier versions of the game, as it is now retail, the earlier versions of it back in time, like 2006 or whatever the heck people like, well, I miss having it so that, uh, we could not interact. There was no concept of interacting with other servers. We didn't have these automatic, uh, mechanics for grouping us together or anything like this. Uh, you, you had to manually talk to people and gather a group and manually go to a place and work together as a team to do this stuff. And it was taken away with these click a button, hop into a queue, get matched with strangers, leave, never see them again. 
And so people missed the quote-unquote olden days, and that's what was reintroduced with the, the game Classic, where the servers were a smaller number of players could be on the servers, and that small, for lack of a way of saying it, small, like 3,000 3, people is, is small. It's probably more than that for the, for the servers, but that is a small town experience where you can be good at, you can make a name for yourself, or you can be infamous. You, when you're rude, when you're mean, these stuff, th these things stick. You don't need this extra set of mechanics that allows people to tattle on strangers. Because really, does, does that matter? The tattling thing isn't to protect the accuser. It, it's for marking, it's for letting them have vengeance and marking the accused to quote unquote protect other people from some future potential thing. So we're coming up on a break. We're going to be back in about uh, 10 minutes. I'll see you guys soon. And we're back. He's <laughs> having audio issues again. No, I'm, I'm here. I was just take, taking a look at other stuff. Yeah, so that is something I want to talk about, though. Um, so first, I want to I want to complain about Blizzard some more. So I'm not playing very many games, although uh, Torchlight Three came out just recently, and I'm instantly interested in that because Torchlight One was amazing and Torchlight Two was amazing. I didn't play enough of that. I actually bought a spec uh, second copy of that. So meaning, if you want to play, uh, I don't think you care. But it's, it's something that I could stream on, stuff like this. But uh, number three came out, I'm highly interested in that. Like, wow, not sure what to expect there. That's wonderful. And uh, World of Warcraft came out with, I thought it was going to be new content, but it was not, right? So yesterday, all that happened was it broke, like the game broke. So what they do is before every new expansion, they introduce the mechanics changes. Uh, so every class gets tweaked a little bit and they want to kind of refresh the game and they play pretend like they care, but really they're just making everything different to make the next game feel a little bit different for everybody. Don't know why. And uh, so, what, but what also happens in there is they've got an opportunity there to, um, well, they examine the core functionality specifically the stuff that they that they allow users developers to to do the the programming that we can do they tweak it on their end so the rules change the way people do things change changes and uh that breaks a lot of people's add-ons and add-ons are a way for uh, blizzard to foist the responsibility of making a decent game onto onto free labor. So, so I have a tweak that makes certain things look a different way. I have a tweak that lets me understand this about the game world or do this. And Blizzard doesn't want to do that because they can't satisfy everyone. Let's just say just charitably. And so what they do is they open up the ability to allow developers to do this, but every expansion, which is who knows how long, cause it's not really defined. Every new expansion, which is another AAA game price, they they break things. They they take that opportunity to change things around. So yesterday, everything broke, everything. And uh, the, the thing is, I'm I'm dangerous enough with the programming language Lua that I could actually pop in and uh, 
and I I played I played saving Angel, going in and fixing other people's add-ons, helping them get things working again. And so I spent much of yesterday and all of this morning doing that kind of stuff, and and I really enjoy it. It's actually a very satisfying thing to do. Um, I'm not. It really sucks that I'm not a programmer. It really sucks because because I'd be good at it. Because I really like doing the quality assurance. I like the documentation. I like the process. I like the. There's just a bunch of stuff I just don't understand. But I know how to copy paste. So I know how to take somebody's uh, take somebody's example broken code, their example working code, understand it, and apply it to something else. So I can do that. I could do that again and again and. Uh, and it, and it's and it's nice. It was it's it's been quite nice for me. Now, but what I did want to talk about is because there's this new expansion coming out. I'm going to talk about businesses. <sighs> okay, if, I have to explain this in the dumbest way possible. Look, if you're a business, what you want is to sell your product, and the way you don't sell your product is to not actually tell people what the product is or to not like, like try, just try. So Blizzard has this new expansion and it's a new expansion that costs a lot of money and they've got the various editions, right? The yawn and they're not selling it. What they're doing is they're expecting what buzz or some, I don't even know what they're doing to try to really hype this. To re- like they uh, okay so let's say let's say i'm on board it's the old i pull up my wallet i have my credit card i have my credit card you know uh just kind of lodged in the back of my keyboard between f5 and f8 and i'm clickety clack i'm like i'm totally on board i want to buy this thing like you ask basic questions like okay where where can i buy this <laughs> i ask google right okay so i get to their store and their store has the things and it doesn't present them very well. And it gives me tables. Okay. You know, I did say before that I like the tables. Okay. I'm, I'm on board with that, but here's the thing. If I don't actually understand any of the contents of those tables, it does not matter. Okay. So they, the first thing they do is give tables and they're not even well presented. So you can't quite. Okay. And for each of these items, they're like, well, if you give us this much money, which is a lot, you get this. And it's like a tiny little list. And you're like, oh, I don't like that because that's small. I want big. So you look at the next one over. It's a lot of money. <laughs> it's like an extra 20 US dollars, right? And and then they give you some more stuff. And you're like, wow, that seems like a lot of stuff. Uh, and then you look at the next one over because that's where your brain kind of goes. And it's like a whole lot of money. It's like $120 Canadian kind of thing. So what is that? Like 75 American, 80 American? I don't know. Who cares? And the thing is the list of the stuff that you get is, is just words. It's not identified very well. And so they didn't take that opportunity to say, well, here, Hey, just, we want you on board. Here's what the expansion would be. Here's what you would get raw, raw, get totally get on board with it and have people be like, I've. I'm already spending that money, have it in their head that they want that, that they're already that much down and then say, but for an extra $25, we'll give you this and this and just show pictures and an animation and a video and a, and a this. And they're like, but you get this 
weapon enchant that makes it look pretty. And I'm like, well, it, it does. They show me a picture and it's like a little thumbnail and I'm not, I don't know what it looks like. I would need a full video. <laughs> just give me a WebM or a GIF or something like this and just show me. Like try. They're trying to sell me something that's critical right now. So this is a critical entry point into their new game. And they're not trying. They're not showing me videos of the new pet or the new mount or the new, right? The, the things that I can do. Somebody on... How much money would it would it bring in to actually make these things better, to actually present better? To not to say, well, this one is this one is fifty dollars and this one is seventy-five dollars for you to say, well, this one is fifty dollars and this one is twenty-five dollars more. Like that that different language, and then to actually show the stuff. How much development effort would it be? How much marketing effort? Uh, get your intern to stay up late. Like they have their own minions. They could like just assign some slave to do this kind of stuff. Not a big deal. They've got plenty, but they won't. I, I, they didn't. The thing is the people, they're so fragmented across different kind of responsibilities that whomever was responsible for this bit of this store, this one critical point, this critical entry into the, like how many pre-orders and how many, uh, like special edition sales, like that gateway is this one page and they just botched it horribly. Um, and th this is the other thing I wanted to bring up. <laughs> I, and I, I asked my guild to, I literally have it in my discord scroll back history of like, I, cause I was looking at, I was planning on saving for this thing cause it seemed more and more real. I'm like, okay, well, what do I get? Um, and how much is it? And looking at my funds and what other stuff did I want to buy and all this kind of stuff. And so I'm, I'm looking at the pages. I'm like, wait, cause I browse around this store. I'm like, well, how much are like, they're offering me this plus this other stuff to incentivize me. Well, how much is that other stuff to buy separately in the store? Cause it may not be particularly meaningful if it's just bundled up. Well, so I go and look and I find that you can actually purchase the entirety of the game, uh, called the complete collection. And they have special editions of that. And then what it does is it's normally for people with a new account and you can get all the different perks of all this other stuff. And there start being these overlapping perks with purchasing the expansion because all of these complete editions also came with the expansion. So you're like, well, but if you get this and you get, the, but it, they're more expensive than just the expansion upgrade. But there were a few extras that I looked at that I'm like, Hey, I would rather buy the complete edition for this much more money again for that much more money, which they should have been able to upsell me right away. Instead of me needing to do the research and figure this out for myself. I, I went and I'm like, okay, well, can't but can I even do this? Cause I don't need the base game anymore. I don't need to buy. Th I don't need the game. I don't need a new account, but I want all the extras. So like, I'm like, okay, well, so I asked my guild, nobody knew. And I'm like, okay, well, I guess I'll ask blizzard and see. And so I go through, like I navigate through the nonsense of them trying to channel me to read their documentation and stuff. But I, none of that answered any of my, my concerns. So, you know, 
but because it because my concern was at the sales level you will get better results there because it's like it's a direct incentive for them to make money for them to serve me better so so i go to them and I make a ticket and they're really good about getting back and and the response is well i understand oh, man i should just i should just read it it, it was really well written and it's not because I want to embarrass them or anything like that. And, uh, where am I even logged in? I'm sorry. I'm going to clickety clack. Here we go. Okay. So my, my question was, can I purchase a complete collection and apply its perks to an existing account instead of buying the expansion directly? Right? So I was looking at paying the absolutely astonishing amount of money for a super duper extra complete collection because it also it also included a two character boosts so that's like that's a lot of money right there that's a good 50 60 canadian right there plus two months of game time which is another 50 dollars canadian so it's basically it's it's getting close to paying for itself so i'm like oh if i pull that off that's a really good deal so i'm like but can i actually do that or would it be left with this this new account that i can't do anything with because I mean, because there's stuff that matters for your whole account. Those accomplishments are already in this investment that I've had since like 2000, whatever the heck, right? The early 2000s. So the response was, you know, hi there. I'm, I am GM whatever, and I hope you're having a great day. I hate this kind of intro stuff, and I'd love to have a flag on my account that says quit, quit BSing me. It continues. I see where you're coming from with this request, as the complete collection did have did did have quite a lot more benefits to it than the shadowlands only upgrade shadowlands is the name of the expansion unfortunately the complete collection has now been removed from the store and cannot be bought anymore it is not an available product on offer at this point as battle for azeroth that's a current content as battle for azeroth has been added to all wow accounts for free now I'm sorry that you just missed your chance to upgrade your account with a complete collection, but we cannot offer it for sale anymore. I hope you have a good day and can find a good way you think is worth it to upgrade to Shadowlands. You know, farewell and have an epic evening. So, literally, literally, like, I swear they must have just read this, this ticket and gone, oh crap, <laughs> we better remove that product. Just act, God, zap. Um, that that really stinks. So when they have unclear stores with unclear products and they've got all these kinds of like incentives that they're, they're half-heartedly selling that are confusing with, and it just went on like that. And so it got, got really, uh, it's a, like I didn't have the money because I, I bought what I'm going to talk about soon-ish is uh, I bought some new headphones, which did come in. So, and I talked about, uh, about add-on repairing a little bit. So, um, I'm not going to talk about the boys. So I have a very long list of, of TV shows that are, that I'll binge and then I'll run out. Um, or sometimes I lose interest, but usually I just run out and I may, or, they, it may or may not continue. I don't know. But what I do is I just park it for a while and then I might get around to coming back to it. I don't have a system in place that will remind me to go check in like next year or something. 
but it's it's happened multiple times and so i've got a bunch of shows that i'm like oh yeah you know i haven't checked in on this in a while i wonder if it's actually still on the air or not it's been three years and now it got canceled like oh man i remember i guess i kind of like that and i can't remember it's been three years right and so I went and checked in on the boys and it, it had a new season. I, I think it's the entire season because I, I saw the entire season and there, there was some short film extra, but it was, it's a garbage five minute thing. I don't, I don't know why it exists. It's, it's just like one of those, it's, it's one of those extras that you get as a, as a, and a scene that in a movie that gets cut, it's basically like that. And it's pointless. It's totally pointless. And uh, so I went and the problem with with all media these days is it's, it's um, how, how would I explain it? So in my day, TV wasn't serious. It just wasn't serious. So go and go and watch the intro. You know, on YouTube, find the intro for the old TV series, Three's Company, right? Or find any of them. And, and they just, they'd offend you or whatever the heck, or you'd assume that somebody somewhere would get offended for some reason and that it would matter somehow. And, and the stuff that's on today, you'd be like, wow, wow, this is such an edgy show because it has, somebody is swearing in it. It's like, uh, yeah, but they can't, they can't do this other stuff, right? They can't say these other things. But they, and they also must have these other talking points. For some reason, they there needs to be talking points, and there needs to be some strain of whatever nonsensical thinking that throughout whatever show. Like this character just has to be like that, and that character has to be like that, just because that's how TV has to be now. Well, back in my day, back in my day, you could just watch a TV show and it was fluff, and it was just it was garbage. And, it, and everybody knew it and it was okay. And this is why we, you know, people would make fun of, of parents that would sit their kids in front of the, the boob tube. Right. And it was just this kind of, I don't know if people actually know what the word boob means, but whatever. And it, it, it was just, it was nothing. And the, the, ed, the education would exist kind of in, for the youths. And there was even, there was stuff like, there was the moral of the story at the end of G.I. Joe and stuff like that. And that kind of stuff existed. But for, for like a sitcom type of thing, nobody cares. There, it, it was interesting. It was fun. It was, but, you know, but the boys, it, there, there is content there to be had, right? There, there's your, your discount Superman and there's your, and all this kind of stuff. And, and they had already been tinkering with, I, I guess you could say some pretty challenging stuff in the, in the first season. There's a reason why the show is considered to be pretty good, right? But I mean, it's around, it got a second, you can't contest that it got a second year. It's objectively good, good being it persists and, uh, and it's, I dislike when media all become like I've talked about last show. Okay. I talked about the samey sameness of pop music. Well, there's now a samey sameness of all your oh so adult, oh so gritty TV. It's just, this is how they'll work and, and yawn and le yawn. So I get, I get to the end. I'm like, okay, well I have to end this. 
And I'm not enjoying it because of the kind of person I am. I'm just, I am uh, jaded. I'm very jaded against, again, it's something about me uh, uh, is drawn towards some sort of writing spirit somehow for some reason. And maybe it's just something I'm more and more interested in. So I'm paying attention to things like characters and plots and big storylines. And, and I always, as I'm watching something, I'm thinking to my, this is why I can't watch horror. You know, Hey, don't go into that basement. This joke. <laughs> it's like, so I'm watching these shows. I'm like, no, no, don't do that. That's dumb. <laughs> like certain events will happen. I'm like, well, that, that, that character, character, that the writer behind the character that character's smarter than me. I could have thought about doing this. At least this character probably could have done better. Why, why did this happen? Why did that happen? And it would be some, it would bug me. And it bugs me about a lot of TV. Uh, again, because it's, it's each episode is not necessarily of the highest caliber. So, uh, they're, they are going to fall down many times and the next episode over is probably going to have to pick up the mistakes and carry them and keep going with them and like play pretend like they weren't bad like they weren't uh writer misjudgments okay anyhow yeah so i uh so it was good it was watchable but it it uh was derivative and predictable and you know all the complaints that a that a pretend writer type wants to say like oh you know, like that one person that's, that thinks they're good on the guitar that suddenly has opinions about all the bands. I'm kind of like that now just with watching TV. <laughs> it's just getting like that. Uh, it's, I'm, I'm not at the point when I can give up watching TV or we call it TV, right? I don't, what do we call it now? Is there a new word for it yet? <laughs> Minion, what do you call it? Are you even there? Have I been talking to myself? Are we live? No, I'm here. Do you call it TV? Call what TV? Yes. Do you call TV TV? I guess. Ep- episodic short, extra short movies. <laughs> I don't know. So, and series. It's, yeah. Uh, so we could just call them a series. What was the topic again? So if I were watching The Boys, for example, do I call that? I can't call that TV. I can call that a show, right? Is there a new word for that class of entertainment? You can call it a show. I can? You would just say, I saw a show, The Boys. Okay. That works. I'm... Because we're gonna go... you can see, you can watch movies on TV, so even then it's still, you would just say TV, but you could either say, I watch a show or a movie, or you could just say like a small miniseries. Okay. Okay. That works. Which branches yeah. off from a show, but still the same rules are the same. The British have consistently used the term series. So I think it's something we should adopt. Um, we, um, our region doesn't really do mini series. They just do like shows. And then nowadays, if the ratings aren't good, they just get axed right then and there. Yeah. Which sucks. I miss having like contracts. Like you sell the pilot and then you get X number of years, and then whatever. That kind of thing is... And then, just mysteriously, when it does well, they just say no. Mm. Um, okay, what else? Um, Going back to the 
going back to the miniseries, I don't think our region does any miniseries at all. Like, no, Canada kind of does a little bit. But, but I mean, I'm not paying attention to any of that anymore because we get all of our stuff. Neither am I. We get our stuff like Netflix and Disney Plus and and on and on like Hulu, etc., etc. <laughs> all with their own separate fees. I really don't. I stopped caring. It's so hard to keep up with this. So The Boys is an Amazon original. So if you're an Amazon Prime user, then you can watch it. Otherwise, I guess it's for pay. Mm. Chewing on an apple. Sorry about that. So, so uh, I want to talk about vaulting software briefly. So, um, I have, so I've got the concern of the price of a hard drive and the amount of data that we might be collecting right now. It's actually a surprisingly small amount of data. Audio recordings are pretty small, even though it's a few hours it's two separate tracks now so it's not two separate audio uh, two separate stereo tracks like it was we, i pulled it all down to mono because it turns out my microphone is actually only mono it happens to have multiple uh components in it but they're used for uh for doing recording oh what the heck is the term i can't remember the term so it, right now it's cardioid so it's fo focused more in the beginning or more in front so I'm going to, I'm not going to snap my fingers, but, um, but they, it's got another mode where you can just put it in the center of a room and it hears everybody around the room the same. And so that's why it has multiple microphones. I thought that meant it was stereo. I was thinking of my, my old Yeti, my old mantle Yeti. It is old. It's been retired. And, um, so the data, there's not a whole lot of data. Right, even though I'm recording, I'm supposed to be recording at like 24 bit and all this kind of magic, but who knows? File sizes are pretty small right now. So, so I could get hard drives and, and plunk all this in. But the thing is when you, if, if it's only on one disc, it's, it may as well not be anywhere because your one disc could fail for no reason. And man, I'm learning more about the technology behind like hard drives are supposed to report when they're failing. Yeah, but do they really? No, not, not really. They're not really trustworthy worthy for that. Like your USB drive might not even, even try because your dock might not support that as weird as it sounds, that has to happen. Uh, the software in your operating system might not be particularly smart about it. The it's, it's, it's bad. It's bad. So you need to have a second. And if you have a second, you need to know how to back it up correctly and you need to do it all the time. Now there are services and I've been, been kind of paying attention to how, cause no, just like I'm a writer, boy, am I an archivist. And so I think about data security a lot, data security, not like anti-hacker stuff, I mean, data security as in knowing that your data is going to be here tomorrow and the day after. So securing it from just evaporating when your, when your hard drive dies or when your house burns down, right? So you have another hard drive, but you have to have your data copied quickly, quickly, quickly. The thing is that doubles expenses. <laughs> so that's kind of a problem. So, uh, I was looking at, well, if I have offsite storage, online storage, cloud stuff, 
uh, how expensive is that? And apparently it's, you can get, you can get free quite a lot for free. Now, the thing is when you get something for free, something is, is fishy. <laughs> so yeah, you can get free storage space from Google. Sure. I hope it's not important to you because they're looking at it. Uh, sure. You, you can actually upload your stuff to, uh, your, your photos to one of these image hosting sites and set it all to private, hopefully, right? You can, uh, I know one guy who uploads his audio to SoundCloud and he does it automated. I should actually ask him how, how he does it. Um, because I totally want to get on board with doing that myself. So that sounds like a great idea and you can just do that and set it to private. Like, Oh, okay. Well, that's, that's pretty cool. You can do the equivalent. If you're programming, you can do the same thing to GitHub. Technically it's making a backup. It's all up there and you can get it again pretty easily. Okay. Now I've been, I've been examining a few options and I'm not going to talk about the specific options right now because I haven't, I don't, I totally want to bad, badmouth some of them, but it turns out that some of them aren't like I am they, they're not clear enough up front for me to know that I'm not their target customer, right? I'm not their audience. And so I had to tinker with one and it was just a complete pain in the butt. And then went to another one and it, and it worked, it worked under certain circumstances, but not other circumstances. And it made no sense. So it offers a feature for me to start up the client. I pointed at a particular directory and it just takes that directory and all of its contents and, and it uploads it for me in its own sweet time. And I tested it with like 36 gigs of stuff. So if we lag, sorry, minion, <laughs> it's my bad. <laughs> um, and, uh, and the thing is it didn't work at all. It doesn't, doesn't do anything. Just doesn't do anything. So, but it has this feature that lets me do syncing from one computer to another. So I could set up this computer. I could say, this is my. Uh, this is my, my shared folder and all the content that goes in there gets pushed up online automatically. And if I go to a different computer and make that folder and point the client at it, it will automatically download it and they will be synchronized. So if you make changes on it, I get the changes. If I make changes on it, you get the changes. And so I'm thinking of this idea for Minion and I to have a shared folder that is also automatically backed up and it is also uh, it is also granted uh, revision control. So I can actually roll back in time and I can view old versions of files and stuff like this. So if I make, if I make, so if Minion does something stupid, right? And he deletes something for some reason, I mean, because he's stupid, I can actually go back to the company and I can, you know, use a web control panel or the client itself and be like, nope, go back in time, like whoops and undo that. Cause it will get automatically updated, automatically overwritten, automatically moved. This kind of stuff will happen. Um, and so I can go in and it's like 30 days that it keeps these files and go in. And it's great stuff that worked because I have uh, fairly advanced knowledge for like, I'm a power user even on windows still. So I applied some, some shenanigans. And I was able to use shenanigans to do what I wanted via this synchronization feature, but that's not, that's not what I actually want. Cause there's stuff that I want to back up personally, 
that Minion doesn't need. Like he doesn't need to get access to my programming or something like this because it's not associated with the show. That's the stuff that we need to share. And and so it I mean, it just doesn't work. So I get a I get a hold of technical support for the first one. I get a hold of technical support for the second one. I got a hold of the third one because I was. And again, it's a sales thing. Like you go to the, I went to their website. They're like, we have this package and this package and this package and this package. But for corporations, we have this package and this package. And if you're an institution, we have this package. And I'm like, oh, and they're all on separate tabs somewhere. So it's hard to compare them with one another. So I'm like, okay, wait a second. And I look and they, they've got a, a business package that I'm looking at. I'm like, well, what really is a business? <laughs> <laughs> Cause they were offering, so there's like a, uh, a top tier, uh, everyday person, uh, like a regular user, a single user, single account. And their, their top tier is looking pretty good. I'm like, Oh, that's, it's a, it's a bit expensive. I, I like it. I'm, okay. I'm almost on board. But when I look at this mid tier business, it's actually not too much more expensive, but it's a lot better. I'm like, oh, well, hmm. So I'm like, well, can I get away with saying I'm a business and just getting it? Like, so I got a hold of them. And the thing about, the thing about wanting to get away with shenanigans is you have to know, how, <laughs> I'm a writer. <laughs> so, so I decided to craft some, some shenaniganery and approach them to find out whether or not it would be okay if I went with the business side of stuff and I did get a response from them because when you're getting a hold of sales, they're incentivized to actually respond to you clearly and to upsell you. So he upsold me the business account. So I'm like, okay, so that's, that's now, that's now at the top of my list. The question is, does their service actually work? Cause the other two, no, <laughs> first one is just too annoying and ugly and terrible. And the next one just didn't work at all, period. Like I can't be their first user. So I don't know. And I'm not dumb and I'm a tech. So sometimes I make things difficult for myself because I fiddle around too much. Right. I, I don't, if I was dumb, if I was just like, not just even a regular everyday computer user, but if I was pretty dumb, at least the wizards would guide, would hold my hand. I, I, you know, I, I break my leash and I run off and do stupid things. I go through the advanced configurations and stuff like that. So maybe I broke it maybe, but no, no, I'm, I, I audited my settings multiple times. Their service just does not work. It just does not work. Man, they do not eat their own dog food. It is a problem. So I have uh, like another half dozen different services to look at and, uh, I, I might do a second pass to determine uh, security and stuff like this. Cause I need to have like, if it's, if it's for this podcast, I mean, the audio is public anyway. So it's not like this is private stuff. Um, you know, there's the one time that, you know, somebody else will swear or something that we will mute out something like this. And, and that's not, that's not like super secret stuff that is going to matter. So if it's uploaded in some private thing, I don't, I don't mind trusting that service provider, right? So it's not, not special, but I, I'm still kind of security minded at heart. And I like to know these things. 
So I might do another pass to determine whether or not these services are actually trustworthy. And if they, if they, um, if they also run on like Android and, and iPhone and Linux, then that, that is an additional selling point, even if they're not as good, or even if they're a little bit more expensive, it might be really useful for me to get access to my files from my phone. I don't know why, but you know, if, if I had, I mean, if I could do certain stuff and maybe, 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 I don't know. I don't know, but that's a, that is a large, interesting possibility to, to have there. So I will continue pursuing that stuff and I will get back in. There's, there's a lot of things. How would I explain it? The notion of administrivia, sorry about this. I picked this up. The notion of administrivia was that the listener, you, if you were interested in more than just the history of this particular show, if you were also interested in following the footsteps, if you were interested in learning from the mistakes, the notion is that maybe you could listen to some of this stuff and learn. However, however, it's not really useful for me to talk about the in-between, right? It's, it ends up being useful to you for you to understand the end and then the alternatives for the end. So I could talk about like, I could talk about the microphone I have, but at some point I'm going to pause and talk about microphones in general. And then I'm going to give options. If you're starting out, this is what you can do. If you have this kind of budget, this is what you should think about and, and then give you all the different options, right? So I'm getting smart. And then when I'm smart enough to make certain decisions, for example, as I, if I upgrade away from the, the particular microphone I'm talking into right now, I will talk about the new one. I'll definitely talk about the new one. Then I'll talk about why I moved away from my old one. I'll talk about what I would have gotten instead of my old one. If I was just starting out, uh, because I bought this one because it was a brand preference and because I didn't know any better. And actually this, this is a, a phenomenal, the quality of this microphone is actually surprisingly good. Uh, but it was largely an anger purchase. <laughs> I was just angry at being too quiet. My gillies couldn't hear me and I wanted to be social. So I'm like, I'm sick of this. I'm just buying a new microphone. <laughs> it was, it was a good buy. It was a good buy. And so I, when I migrate away from where I am to something improved, that's where, I talk, where I'll talk about where I came from and why I took the direction I took. So, um, minion, 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 minion. I made an intro for us out of, uh, out of show 25 and it was hilarious. It was hilarious. So it's been uploaded, right? It has not. It's not even been uploaded. It's been okay. It's in video. It's ready to be uploaded. I just haven't uploaded it yet. Okay, so it that's urgent. That's urgent. Um, we have a clip that should have gone up today. It would be nice if that went up today. And I'll keep working on um, episode twenty-six. It's half done. So normally, what we would do is we would have the show, and then the previous show would be already ready and queued to for a clip today as we're live and maybe, maybe what we need is a reminder clip or something like that. This is like, Hey, we're live. If you're seeing this here, you probably should be over there. <laughs> I don't think that matters. And then the full show tomorrow. So right now I could start talking about show 26 cause it's fairly fresh in my head. Last show play pretend like it was just yesterday. Cause it actually kind of was just yesterday that I was working on it. 
I got derailed because I was doing at, like programming related stuff. Oh, just a joy. Um, so the, the intro is real important and then take a look at, Hey, you could write this down. Take a look at the, the main page, the landing page is what it's called. The landing page of YouTube and you have the ability to customize it. So for example, you could have, uh, you could link to other channels. So I could give you like my main channel. And if you ever want to link to your main channel, you should know about this stuff. Um, and you can make it so that you can add playlists to it, which you probably should. So one is just the most recent stuff, which is fine. And then the next would be, uh, just clips. And my suggestion is that's next. And then the videos playlist, the actual podcasts playlist, um, my recommendation is to put the last one first. So that would be in descending order. Okay. And that way the most recent stuff is visible is because I don't want a person jumping into this, into us with episode one, because <laughs> sooner or later that will be abysmal compared to where we're at right now. It's probably just okay. Right. Maybe we've gotten better. I don't, I don't know. Maybe hopefully. <laughs> Well, this is, has been endurance, so I think it's a little bit better. Um, and the, the intro can be like just smack in the middle of all of that as the welcome for everybody that's there or that's returning. Um, the other thing I did want to mention is um, <laughs> I'm having you write something down now. What other stuff has been on your to-do list? What other stuff have you been working on that's been impactful for the show? The impactful or have I I have been working on nothing since last episode I made no no changes at all okay so that's th this is you being stuck in the 80% of stuff and never spending any effort trying to break out of that just doing some small improvement some examination of some, something and I keep saying this right I keep saying this like it could be real simple. Like, um, I, don't, I can't, I can't even think of anything like going through and tidying up your to-do list and then pulling out a few items to work on. That's a, that's a moderate accomplishment for you. Right. And then it would be, um, uh, honestly, I don't, <laughs> I don't know what, what would be an accomplishment for you? Stop talking at night, go to bed and wake up at a normal time. That would probably be an incredible accomplishment, all right? This kind of stuff. Um, well, moving right along, moving right along. So we got seven minutes left or so. I have so many things I want to talk about. You know, you know my old headset that I was using. I got it for my phone originally. It's a just a Bluetooth pair of kind of you know the sports earbuds, and it uh, it had bass it cooked into it at the hardware level. So it had this, its own internal equalizer that just would ruin the, uh, ruin the audio for you automatically. So I actually had to get equalizer software for my phone to, to try to undo that. I ended up just knocking down the lower, the lower side of stuff. And, uh, it helped a lot. The music sounded good enough. Um, it really sucks. And I will learn that lesson for next time. Um, I will specifically ask the right questions now that I understand but it's fine. My phone works just fine. Now, 
I want to use them for my desktop. I'm like, okay, well, I need equalization for my desktop, but the feature doesn't exist with headphones. So I went looking and looking and looking, and I found a piece of software, a piece of software, open source, yay, called Equalizer APO. And, and it is, uh, it's a little complicated and it, but it does, it does the job. I needed to reboot an extra time or something for some reason, but I went looking for the solution and I already had notes in place and I already had the thing downloaded and installed. I just hadn't actually used it because you can't like, it doesn't install itself as an executable with a shortcut. You actually have to go to its install folder and, and run it manually. Um, but I went and found it, got working. Hey, it works. It actually works just in time for me to replace it with a regular headset, but it's there. And I'll share, I'll share a link to that program and I will recommend it. I will recommend it. I think it's, I think it's okay. I'm not going to give you instructions on how to use it though. Cause, uh, I don't think it's that, that hard, but it is, uh, it is ugly. It is ugly and kind of old feeling and this kind of stuff. Just remember that you have to reboot every time you want to configure a new device. You're going to have to reboot. What a pain. Um, Minion, we often have bots in the chat. Have you made a note to actually follow up with any of those bots to see what they're like, see what they offer? Join their discords. Every now and then I check on the bot through their, that account, but I don't do anything beyond that. Well, you should take notes and then follow up and then 15 minutes tomorrow or something like this and then fiddle around, just, just look. So for example, if they're using certain graphics or certain text in their, in their Twitch page, mimic it, figure it out, figure out how to do it. See what you can do for iterative improvements. Just one of those little things like fixing the YouTube main page, just to add the other playlist. That's a, that's a minor accomplishment that that's still an accomplishment. And it's something that's going to matter for tomorrow, for the day after and going forward, that small accomplishment will pay for itself many times over because it will be an action in the world that it won't erode over time or anything. Same thing, fixing the Twitch homepage, following with one of these guys, joining a discord server for some reason. If you, if you, if you're dumb and you have like one account name for your discord and it's too identifying so that when you join a new server, it identifies you as that, well, you can edit your account and make sure that's fixed. And then you join some of these weird discord servers and, uh, see what they're like, see how their channels are set up and learn about discord. It's something I know a little bit about, but I don't want to, I don't want to do this. So at one point I could talk about, you know, I could share a link and, and have a discord server set up for this project. It's, it's possible. I don't want to do that kind of stuff until there's an actual audience <laughs> that's around. And this social stuff is kind of a pain. I want to cut this short. To, you know, I want to go on break now. I got to go to the washroom. Yeah, sure. Okay. Okay, everybody. We'll be back in about 12 minutes. Are you back? You are back. Okay. Okay. <sighs> yeah, so dur during that, I'm not sure, actually. I am still being recorded, aren't I? So this is one of the advantages of... of accidentally planning, <laughs> accidentally planning. So I actually ran out of space during that break and I'm like, how? 
<laughs> so I'm trying to save a text file that I'm, I'm taking notes as I'm as I'm speaking. In between, during the breaks, maybe I'll fiddle around with it. Make sure things are lined up a little bit better so that when I'm listening to this show and doing the editing, I have links that I can put in, stuff like that, right? And I couldn't, and I couldn't. And it's because I... I it's on this tiny, tiny little secondary drive that's almost out of hard drive space. And it had some BitTorrent that was going and it was just running absolutely amok. It was terrible. What, what happened? I'm confused. Why did I need to stop talking? Hello? Okay, it should be fine. There was a, there was a huge delay, so you just kept going in and out, in and out. Oh really? I was cutting out. Oh, it's because I was, I was talking about that, that other data delivery mechanism, <laughs> and the internet went well. Yeah, that that was the thing. Is apparently during all of that, I was I had so I rebooted. I rebooted because Windows had some updates and stuff like this, and I I rebooted because I was fiddling with the equalizer stuff, right and. And the thing is, I have, for some reason, I have a BitTorrent client that starts, it, it auto-starts. It's not supposed to, but it does it anyway. And so I, I might have to go in and configure it and then exit it so it remembers to stop doing that. Anyhow, so that's one of the things I just wouldn't have running in the middle of this. But most specifically, when it starts, it didn't have access to that drive because it's got it on a power switch. And so... When I, when I got it going and went, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go recheck all those. You'll find all the information's already there. Quit complaining about not having enough because I wanted to go and I wanted to keep sharing this stuff, right? And so uh, one of the things that it was doing is, because I told it to just recheck everything. Well, what it did is it rechecked everything and then resumed everything, ignoring my preference to not download and so there was some stuff that I'm like, yeah, yeah, I want to check out that text file inside of it. And it's like, no, 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 I'll just download the entire, the entire Gutenberg library. I'll just, I'll just chase after that. No problem. It's like, and, and so I find out that it's been working at that for some time now and just completely filled up, <laughs> completely filled up that poor little hard drive. And, uh, yeah, yeah, this is one of the advantages of having separate physical, either partitions or physical devices or stuff like this. You can, you can move them around for different purposes and they can all fail in their own good time and they don't have to all fail at once. So that was rather, that was rather surprising. I'm really glad because I've got the, uh, I started doing the recording of this particular show on my system drive. So that's my C drive. And, uh, the stuff that I do on that is meant to be this, like, it's meant to be important. And I've got another drive where it's like, oh, well, I do certain stuff and I just goof around and whatever the heck. And that, it, it turns out that if it's critical, I put it on my C drive and I work with it on my C drive. And if it's not, I put it elsewhere. And so if the elsewhere runs out of drive space, it's, it's okay. It's, I can, I can stop and I can like, Oh, maybe, maybe I should have just emptied my trash can, my recycle bin. and it probably would have helped me there. Computer stuff is but stuff still like that, really right? obnoxious. It's, and it's I want to get away from, you know, dealing with a computer um, and actually producing content. Fiddling with computer stuff is young people's work. And once you get old enough, you just want to actually produce.
So, 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 oh, Minion, uh, really sorry to take, take it away, but you had a good idea, but I'm, I'm going to revoke your, the good idea status, uh, because when I was looking into, well, there's a, the problem of normalizing or having a volume ceiling. I'll explain since you can't remember since it's been so long. What good idea? <laughs> so when, when recording, so right now my voice is a certain level. My microphone has a certain, what's called a gain, which is how essentially how sensitive it is. So it's like the volume of what it's picking up. If you turn the gain up, it listens really hard. So everything is really loud. It also picks up a lot of background noise. And so there's a balance between how talk, how loud I talk and how far away I am. I can face the microphone a little bit better and I can almost chew on it and you can hear me a little bit better, louder, clearer. I could turn the gain down on the microphone, make it not hear the room as much, and I could talk f closer. And that's a way of getting rid of some of the background noise and it, it works. It's really inappropriate for for doing a lot of stuff. I'll have to talk about that in the, in the future because there are some other solutions that I will be exploring that aren't are, are inexpensive-ish that I will pursue for the next iteration of audio improvement, and it will be pretty significant. Anyway, anyway. So volume. Volume of person, distance of person, gain of microphone. Then it all goes into a computer, and in the computer you, you listen to it, and then there's your desktop speaker volume or your headphone volume or whatever. And so the question becomes, well, how, because I can manipulate how loud the track is, well, how, how loud should I make it? Like I'm listening to it at what volume, what does somebody else hear? And so I'm like, okay, well, go listen to YouTube and like, listen to something or other, listen to how they talk and kind of tweak my levels. And Minion is like, well, you can just download one of those videos and import it into Audacity and look at it and match it. And I'm like, yes, that's a great idea. It was a great idea, Minion. I'm glad I didn't pursue it because it turns out that would have been a waste of time. <laughs> Because all you all you have to do on YouTube is you right-click stats for nerds. <laughs> now, right-click stats for nerds, it goes. There's a line right there for volume slash normalized. And it'll say content loudness. And it'll in this in the in the video I'm looking at, it's mi it's minus 2.3 dB. Uh, z zero is wrong. So it needs to be a little bit lower than that. Anything above will clip and be strange and distorted and terrible. So you want it to be lower. And the the lower, the more negative that number is, is the quieter it gets. So Minion talks at like minus 12 dB, which is really, really obnoxious. But the thing, he's he spikes at like minus 8, minus 6 maybe. And then it goes really quiet. And it's really, it's hell to actually try to figure out how to massage his voice into to normalcy. I've, I'm fairly consistent, but I have these loud peaks that really wrecks the audio. So I got to, I, I know how to fix me. And the question becomes, well, once I'm done fixing the loud and the quiet so that they're closer together, well, I can boost it all back up again. So that's all a certain consistent loud, loudness. It turns out that doesn't matter much at all. Because if a person is going to sit there and they're going to listen to two and a half hours of somebody talking, What's important is that they go, okay, well, it's a little bit too loud. And they turn, they, they turn you down once. And if that's good for the next hour or whatever, 
If that's good enough, that's fine. It doesn't technically matter what your end result really is. They'll just adjust real quick. Okay, so bearing that in mind, this, so the, the, the problem is making sure that you're consistent all the way through. So, and, and that's easily done with some, some track wide audio, stuff like this. So, so, uh, but it's still a possibility. Well, what should I target? Well, I'm, all these YouTube videos, they're all different. So it doesn't really give me information. So it, because it doesn't give me information, I can pick whatever number I want, whatever I'm comfortable with, whatever I like listening to. And it happens to be minus six dB. Minus six dB is around what I'm playing with. I'm, I'm, I'm playing with higher. I'm playing with maximizing it, but I think my settings still let me clip. I, and I don't, there's some stuff I don't like. So it might be minus three at most at loudest. Um, but, but, but yeah, yeah. So it's easy to get that information. So I can actually go through and compare. So I, right now I'm, I'm, I'm learning from Veritasium because he was randomly recommended. I'm like, okay, I'm just going to listen to this, listen to this interesting topic. And, um, and I can, and it's an incredibly loud video compared to other stuff like a music video. It's louder than a music video just because of the, the content that gets uploaded, the, their preference as, as producers. The, um, the other thing, so I want to, I want to dive right into it cause I don't know how long it's going to take me to talk about it. So I ha I'm wearing headphones right now and I, I got these flat equalizer monitor decent quality, decent, right? So they're, they're, uh, I don't know. Cause you can get headphones for real cheap. So they're not budget, but they're absolutely not expensive. They were not expensive enough that I decided to buy them. And because I had the opportunity to, to pick up some, uh, some disinfectant real quick, I'm like, Oh, that's a good, I better get that right now. And I'm like, oh, well, I need to make it $35. So Amazon sends it for free shipping. I'm like, okay, well, my other headphones were, the other wired were inappropriate. And the other, the in-ear were just, they were really obnoxious. Even with the equalization done, it was just so, it's so hard. It, the, the sound isolation is so intense because you're wearing earplugs. It's so intense that uh, I just couldn't handle it. So I got these headphones. They were the first first annoyance is uh, they they do creak a little bit, but I haven't heard it once while talking. Even when I move my head around, I gesture quite a lot. This kind of stuff. So uh, I'm pleased. As I suspected, my head is hot right now. <laughs> my brain runs extra hot. So I I can't live anywhere that doesn't have air conditioning, because uh, if it I mean, I'm a weakling. I melt outside this kind of stuff. So, uh, I, w I would definitely not wear this in the summer heat. If there was no air conditioning, uh, I, I take this off during breaks and it still doesn't help. Um, so I'm going to talk a little bit about headphones and my experiences with them so far, and this should help somebody that's thinking about headphones. So the first is if you want headphones, the very first thing you need to look at ignoring 100% of everything else other than style. Okay. So other than style is if they have a flat equalizer, if they're, if they are not massaged in any direction, they don't have like, Oh, we make vocals brighter or we we're like, we give really great bass. No, you want none of that. 
And in fact, if you can get something that advertises itself as being flat, as being without those things, as being for mixing or for monitoring. And monitoring headphones is a class of headphones all their own. And the next thing you want is you want them to either be closed backed or you want to pursue um, in-ear headphones. I would not recommend them at all. My recommendation is circumoral, so around the ear, big, big uh, pads, I guess you would call them. And make sure they don't squeak if you get a chance to, to try them on. Don't just hold them in your hands and then like wiggle them around a little bit and go like, oh yeah, it creaks. Try, try them on and then try talking and see if they click, not just if they make a little bit of noise in your head because you're way more sensitive. You're actually more sensitive than your microphone. Now, if you're in a really restrictive environment, you definitely want to, to get silent headphones. You want to get headphones that do not fold because every fold means there's a joint there and every joint is another opportunity for a creak, even if you're not uh, actively folding it. If it's on your head and you have little joints on the pads and the, the pads can, can flip inside out, can turn, can fold up, all those little joints are an opportunity for as your jaw moves to jiggle things and to have a creak. So I learned that. I'm, I'm pleased so far with these particular headphones. The other is I would have thought that I would want larger pads rather than on-ear pads, but if you're not doing voice work, and you're not right up against the microphone, so you don't have any bleeding issues, any leaking out of the uh, headphones back out into the microphone, so you get a feedback loop for doing monitoring, stuff like this, um, then get what's comfortable. If they are too big, then they rest too far on your jaw, and they will move way too much. And that will contribute to creaking or moving, and it just it might not be picked up by the mic at all, but that tiny bit of movement against your skin can be quite annoying, quite distracting. So if you want something that's nice and comfortable, get, get big plush pads, but that aren't too much bigger than your ears, not too much. Um, so I, I am feeling it on one of my ears because you're not symmetrical, right? So I'm feeling it a little more on one of my ears than the other, but these are pretty well away from my ears. So it's, it's, they seem pretty comfortable right now. Man, I gotta say the flat is just wonderful. Now here's the thing. And I'm, I was actively researching it just as we were getting into the show and a little bit during your break. And, and I had to fiddle with cables and we started a little, we started our pre-check a little bit late because I was, I was fiddling. Okay. So, so here's the thing. So what I have is I've got from my computer, a USB cable. This is a USB microphone plugs right in. And then from there, I have a head through, via a headphone jack plugged into these new headphones. And th so there's nothing, that's, that's how everything works. That's how everything's powered. Now I'm using the, my microphone as its own audio device. So it's able to listen and it's able to speak. So it's able to push audio out into my headphones. My desktop speakers aren't working right now. My default device is this microphone, right? So it's doing all the jobs all at once. Now here's the thing. These are fine headphones and I did tests with a, my I have a phone that has a headphone jack and uh, I did some tests and it sounds, it sounds great. It sounds great. And I was probably 
abused for too long with these Bluetooth earbuds. And so, you know, it, it's, it's, it's what it was wonderful. It was wonderful. Now, uh, when I'm plugging these in and when the monitoring feature is in use, I hear a background hum, the mosquito hum. Okay. And I went researching and researching. And again, I just pause, take a deep breath, pay attention because all kinds of little nuances might be important. And I, I tried asking search engines, like just, I learned that it was only happening when I was recording in audacity. So, so I start with like audacity recording buzzing, and then I get people starting to talk about my specific microphone. So I start looking in that direction. And then, then I learned that if I just, if it's not recording, but I turn the monitoring feature. So if you click the, there's a monitoring bar in audacity. If I click that, it turns it on. It makes the microphone hot. So it's listening and you'll see the bar jumping around as you're talk, talking, even though it's not actively recording, it'll do that. And when I do that, when the monitoring turns on, I can hear it buzzing, right? So it's not, if it's doing nothing. So if audacity closes, it's, it's okay. But if, if there is this, this live recording or monitoring in audacity, so I'm thinking, okay, it's an audacity problem. Oh, okay. Well, well, what if I change my gain? I've got a different volume control knob, like my microphone, it's got a power button, but that's also a volume control for the headphones. So I can actually fiddle, but, but it has to be loud enough that I can hear myself properly or what's the point. And if it's loud enough that I can hear myself, I can hear that, that tone, that buzz, that whine. And when looking and looking and people are saying, well, change your USB cable, change your, and I'm, and I, I'm like, okay, well I changed my headphone cables. Now here's the thing. I learned that my cough button, that software, for some reason, when that software was running, it was making it worse. So there's some software thing that's happening. So I'm probably going to, uh, uninstall the equalizer, that equalization software altogether, and then see if that helps. But I know this is really messed up. Okay. So, cause I've had a life of this, <laughs> this is how do I explain this stuff? Uh, I don't know minion. I don't know how much you believe me about the entire magnetic field sensitivity thing, telling if batteries are charged or not, this kind of stuff. Batteries hurt me. Um, yeah, I still want to throw an earth magnet at you. Sure. I can, I can feel a lot of that stuff, but it's gotta be substantial enough. And there has to be circumstances where I can tell the difference between a sense of temperature and magnetism. So we walk by construction. We walk by a construction site where they have a magnetic. <laughs> Watch me pass out. An electric powered magnet. Oh, like a junkyard. Yeah. <laughs> Oof. Then, then like the alien implant comes out. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm, I'd be, uh, I'd be tentatively okay with that. I'm, I'm, and now he lost his superpower. Great. Yeah. Well, what kind again? Oh no. <laughs> it's double A battery man who can tell how charged a double A battery is, but triple A is really hard. It's like, what kind of, like, I'll save you <laughs> by, I don't even have a magic trick for that. I, what, what is 
Now here's you, like, you understand all of that again. I'm, I'm, I'm fine with anybody not believing me because it's dumb. All it means is, is that phones are painful <laughs> and like I can drag my finger across my phone and occasionally it'll like sting me. I think like, what was it like 6250 milliamp hour battery in this phone? Yeah, it's, it's major power and, uh, it kind of, I can feel it. I can feel it wherever it is. So, so I'm sensitive and I'm, and I'm a little weird. And some of these things have happened to me before where, for example, the wine in this cable, and I've changed the cable. So this is the cable from the headphones into the, um, into the monitoring jack of this, uh, microphone. And, uh, and it's not the cable, it could be both cables and it could be this, this headset is damaged. It could be this microphone can't provide the power because people have talked about hum in microphones, but this isn't that, but here's the thing. If I take both hands, so I've got this cable and what it is, it's one of these spiral cables. So it's meant to be nice and nice and snug, but if you move, it has a little give, just a little give. And so it's really good. I, cause I'm right next to the microphone and I want a nice short cable, but I want to be able to move. And if I move, I don't want to pull my entire arm and everything down. So it's got a little flex to it, right? That's good. It's good. So this is the one I picked and the other one, I didn't want it draping everywhere. Now, if I take this and I take my hands and I wrap them around the coils, the buzz is gone or it's muted very much. So, okay. Now, I'd love an explanation for that one. <laughs> I'll probably get Minion to come down here and test it. Like he'll put the headphones on and I'll prove it as a start. And then he'll try it with his hands and I'll try it with my hands. Uh, probably we're just uh, soaking up the extra power going through. Mm -hmm. Now what I'm thinking now, you remember your, your Xbox controller. If you've got a good control, if you've got the, you, cause yours is wired but it may well have come with a USB cable as well for, for the alternate charging method and for using wired. Right. And if you find it, I've still got mine, my old one, and I've got it on some other cables. You'll actually find a big hunking chunk of whatever the heck on one end. And what that is, is that's a magnet. And that, that is said to clean up the signal and whatever that means. Now, I am very much, I'm probably acting something like that in the same sense that I can, I, I block Bluetooth. So if my body's in the way, or if my hand is in the way, Bluetooth doesn't work, it'll just cut out. And, uh, the, well, under certain circumstances, uh, I can reproduce it. So it's, it's a thing and it, I've only tested it with me. So I haven't, I haven't experimented on minion in a long time, uh, Geneva convention or uh, whatever. I don't care anymore. I'm bored, but so I might need to, I have some magnets and I'll, I'll do a test after the show, just like holding up some magnets around there. Maybe what this thing needs is just like a little magnetic. I'll get some new age nonsense wrap, <laughs> some, some, some flexible magnet stuff and wrap it around. And maybe that will clear up because I'm, I'm being tortured right now. I don't know. I don't know if you've ever tried to fall asleep with a mosquito in the room. <laughs> this is worse. Uh, this is less life-threatening because I get that revulsion when there's a mosquito around, right? For all kinds of reasons. Uh, so this is one continuous background thing. I'm, I won't hear it over music, 
but right now, oh boy, is it bad. So yeah, that's, uh, I, so I, at this time, <laughs> I cannot recommend these headphones plus this microphone. <laughs> so see what I was talking about? Like I, I'm <sighs> again, I, uh, I will double check with my other headphones and I, cause I don't recall this at all with those and see if this is a thing. So this could be honestly this cable. I think it's just this cable. I think it's these cables in general and they're like, they're new and they're all gold tipped and they're right. They're meant to be fair quality. This is definitely going to knock down a couple of stars from that Amazon review. So next thing, next thing to talk about. Um, why do I have a note that says podcast website set up? Oh yeah. Mini. <laughs> hey, hey, I set up that, that test podcasting website. Have you done anything with that? There's a test podcasting website. I sent you the log, I... the login credentials already to that content management system that creates the RSS stream that you've been talking about needing on the folder on the drive. I install that in discord. I sent you a, oh. I sent you a URL and a password. Hey, you remember that? Well, no, there's information here. Right. <laughs> right? With, with the, like, I was wondering I, what that was. It's, it's all ready to go. All you have to do is like upload a couple of test clips and then go to iTunes and then, or somewhere else, make a, make a temporary account. For example, if you, if you don't know, if it doesn't let you delete stuff afterwards and stuff like this, and then upload a couple of things, confirm that it works, check it out on an app on your phone, for example, etc. And that's it. That's that turns this into a podcast right away. And that's all done. That's automated. That's a management that's, engine. It's a f you set your, Look at the link now. Jesus. Yes, my child. Website.com and then your website.com. Shouldn't it just be? Yeah. I, I just put it in a temporary holding pen rather than transfer hosting for lucidindifference.com so that I can install this stuff over there. This is just a test stream, right? Couldn't it just say test? I could. I just wanted to use the full thing. So that's pretty easy to identify. No, this doesn't. Do, do you want me to do it again? Because I can do it again if, if this hurts your feelings. Nobody is meant to see this. Then it doesn't matter. Exactly. So, so, uh, get that going. That's, that will create a, the necessary RSS feeds for every podcasting platform. It will let you upload and host the audio files there via, I think they've got a web form where you can just upload audio files that way, or they've got like FTP and stuff like that, that, I mean, if that's the way you choose to do things, then, um, I don't know if it's easy enough for me to figure out how to make an FTP account and make sure that you've got full access and that you can do all this kind of nonsense. And, uh, so that's, that's, that's it. That's the, the final building block for getting things up and running, for getting things to go. So be pleased. And this is one of the things that you could have worked on. When did I give you this on the 10th? Okay. So that was pretty recently, you know, you've been having some bad days when you've been sleeping funny and stuff like that. So I will forgive you this once, but can you run a test and get something going in the next few days? Yes. Awesome. 
and then we will be world famous. <laughs> then everybody will listen to all of our, all of our old stuff and say that one time you used the R word in segment one of episode 27, therefore apologize. <sighs> You're not allowed to say that. The segments won't be really included. No. Well, I mean, audio wise, you kind of can't and like, but it's going to be the same format, right? We'll stream and then we'll, there will be a podcast on the side that will be produced from it with a little bit of massaging. Like I kill, obviously I kill the, I kill the, the break space, for example, and I might, I'll go in and I'll manually clean up any plosives that happen, uh, or any, uh, like, like some people, when they start a sentence, it's pretty rare, but they'll, and they'll, they'll start talking and thanks to the power of my audio tools, I don't actually have to edit that out. Uh, well, I do have to edit that out, but, uh, the, the fact that it's a high thing. I was just going to start dicking around with audio just to see how pissed off you would get. And then you said no. Yeah. Well, so I've got a feature that, that does a lawnmower pass that goes through and just, just notices all those gigantic points and goes, nah, and, and pulls them down a certain amount. Right. Without influencing all the other stuff that's normal. So it finds those big clicks and pops and spikes and the finger snap that we do. And, the so all the sync sounds and all of the, right. So all those, those big, powerful things. And if somebody happens to shout in the middle of it, same thing, it just pulls them right down. And then it takes that and, and I have another thing that raises them all back up all together as one team. So that all those big things are essentially smoothed out to roughly the same level as everything else. It's more complicated than that. I'm going to do one more iterative improvement that I think is good, but I really do want to hear what a, what it sounds like via a podcast type thing to understand like, what do they do with the volume? If they have any certain standards, so I want to listen to stuff from that end of stuff and then improve it on my end to see if I can. Right. So I'm still exploring a little bit. And again, like I said, it's like a five line bit of text for a macro in audacity. And a person can just like literally, you know, select the track. Well, here's how, here's how, here's my process. So I, I, well, due to a bug, I have to do it in, in thirds, but here's how it would work. So I select the chunk of dead space. Um, I do effect, uh, effect noise reduction, generate noise profile. Okay. Done. Select the entire track, um, tools, uh, tools, macros, and then my macro number. And it just runs on the entire track. It just, so it just runs amok and it, and it does all kinds of passes of all the stuff that I like. And it, it has most especially has a very nice, nice, some, some well thought out compression and it has some well thought out equalizer stuff, like really well thought out. And there's a bunch of other stuff that other people do that you actually do not need to do. That's a waste of time. Uh, so my, my editing pass does not take a whole lot of, uh, a whole lot of processor time, let's say. So I, I do tab out and play a match of something or other or go read or surf or whatever the heck, you know, make a snack. I eat too much, but so, uh, that, that has been streamlined exceptionally well. I'm very happy with the horrifying amount of work. I'm pretty much done learning about that stuff. 
I know everything there is to know. <laughs> yeah, everything else that I would do for this would not give me enough return on investment compared to some other stuff. So I'll go, I'll, I'll pursue some other stuff. Um, so I'm, I'm pretty much out of stuff to talk about. Like, I don't mind ending early, but if minion, you've got something in your head, if it could happen. No, I, other than the mosquito thing that we briefly talked about, that was it. Yeah. You want to come down after the show and, and check this out? Some other time I got a few things. To... No tackle but okay we'll do it it will it will take two minutes no i'm scared i swear need to run you have to try it it's so cool yeah okay so so guys we're gonna end it a little bit early um this is not too unusual but it's better to end early than go late that way i can do laundry or actually that way that you can do laundry you can finish it actually it was done i just left it there <laughs> as a deterrent Okay, as a deterrent. Yeah, okay, well, I brought my stuff in to reserve the space. It's like leaving a quarter a day at a pool table. <laughs> um, okay, so we're going to end it early. This has been uh, Lucid Indifference, lucidindifference.com, episode 27 on 2020 10, 14. Thank you all for listening. I'll see you real soon. <laughs>